Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the second book of Samuel, Shmuel Bet. We are up to chapter 8. <clears throat> In the previous chapter 7, we read how David wanted to build a temple to God, and God told him no. And the message that David received from that was that his job was to get the kingdom established firmly so that his descendant, his son, and his, and his descendants after that, they will be the ones who, living in a secure and firm kingdom, they can go and build a temple to God for the purpose of uplifting themselves. But until then, it was David's job to get everything established. So he looked around and clearly saw that he wasn't quite finished yet. And that is what we're going to see now. He, he may have been living in peace, but there were still many enemies to subdue and borders to secure before the nation could actually be secure. So it was after this. And when it says the words after this, it's specifying clearly that I want you to know that this is chronological because sometimes it lists, you know, conquests and it's not necessarily chronological. It means, yeah, and he conquered this, this, these, these, those. Then it tells a story. Here it's saying, no, after David was turned down, he then recognized and realized that he has more work to do. So, David struck down the Philistines. Now, we've been hearing about the Philistines quite a bit. They keep coming up as enemies. And this just goes to show they were still there. They were still a potential threat. David needed to get rid of that threat in order to establish the kingdom. And finally, he subdued the Philistines. And David took took Meteg Ho'ama from the hands of the Philistines. Now what does this mean, Meteg Ho'ama? In, in a similar verse in Chronicles, in Divri Hayamim, it says David took and conquered the city of Gat, which is uh, a very prominent, if not the most prominent city of the Philistines, which we've mentioned many times until now. Um, <clears throat> So maybe Meteg Ha'ama is just another name for the word Gat, which is the way many of the traditional um, commentaries understand it. There's uh, some scholars argue, and I, I, I really like this one, this interpretation, but I guess you can decide for yourselves, is that this word Meteg is really, it's an ancient Semitic word that really means the, um, the uh, bridle or the, the reins like of a, of a, of a horse. And ho'ama is the cubit of the arm, in other words, the bridle of the arm. And that this could actually mean something else entirely. That it's, what this means is, and David subdued the Philistines, <coughs> which it said in the first half of the verse, <coughs> that David struck down and subdued the Philistines, and he took the bridle of the saddle from the arms of the Philistines. In other words, um, it's an it's a, uh, indication of subjugation that the Philistines finally gave him the hand of the reins, so to speak, to be the ruler. And the Philistines like basically signed a treaty that we're not going to bother you anymore and we're subdued under you. And that's consistent with the rest of the chapter where David, um, after conquering those armies, he went to the surrounding nations, subdued them, had them pay tribute to his kingdom, which would be the foundation of the building of the new kingdom, the wealth of the new kingdom, and, and in this way, keep them from becoming enemies and potential uh, attackers. 
So, and then he went and continued Vayachet um, Moab, and he struck down Moab, the nation of Moab, and and then Vayimadedem uh, Bachevel, and he um, measured off with a rope Hashkevo some arts. I had them lie down on the gr- ground and measured them, uh, you know, counted out the the captives, the subdued soldiers. And he laid out one measure by uh, lying next to a rope to be put to death in order to subjugate the enemy army to take their strength away. But one group he kept alive, again, in order, the same theme, to keep them. He wanted their nation to continue in order that they can be uh, subjects of David. David, so therefore Moab now belong to David as servants, those who can now bring tribute to the new, newly developing kingdom of David. David ben This is a little bit farther to the north and to the east. Um, he struck down Hadad Ezer, the king of Tsova. Um, uh, now we're going up to the northern uh, parts. Uh, north to parts of Syria and uh, and east towards the um, towards the Euphrates, La Shivya Dobin Harparas, in order to continue to spread his kingdom all the way, the power and influence of his kingdom all the way towards the river Euphrates. And from him, from Hadad Ezer, he captured one thousand seven hundred chariots, the Esrim Elef Ishragli, and twenty thousand foot soldiers. David et kol harechav, and David um, uh, lamed, uh, injured the horses so that they could no longer be used as weapons of war, and made them lame. But he kept a hundred uh, chariots, which he retained presumably for his own use in his own war. And the uh, nearby Arameans of of Damascus came La'azor to help Lahadad Ezer Melchtova because they were allies. So they came to help him out. But David, Vayach David, Ba'aram Esrim Mishnayim Malafish, and he struck down 22,000 of their soldiers. Vayasim David Nitzivim. And now, again, emphasizing this idea, David then established garrisons or, you know, posts in Aram Damasek, Batahi Aram David. And now the Arameans, the area of Aram, became. Subservient to David, Lavodim, as servants, no same and those that carry tribute to the central <coughs> uh, uh, center of the kingdom, which was in Jerusalem. And God uh, saved him and gave him and allowed him to be victorious and win, no matter where he went, all of the wars and battles that he undertook. And David took the golden uh, shields. Um, that the servants of Hadad Ezer were carrying presumably as a symbol of their strength and their wealth now that it was captured he took them and brought them to Jerusalem so this is the beginning of collecting the um, the metals precious metals that would be needed eventually in the temple later on and from the cities of Betach and Berotai, which were cities under Hadadezer, Lokachamelach David, Nechoshes Harbeim Od, he took a lot of copper. Vayishma Toi Melach Hamos, 
when Toi, the king of Hamas, heard that David had struck down the entire might of the army of Hadad Ezer, Toi being a um, previous enemy of Hadad Ezer, so Vayishlach Toi had Yoram Beno, Toi sent his son Yoram, Alamelech David, as a messenger to the king David, to ask in peace, to sign a peace treaty, and to bless him. Al Asher Nilcham Bahadad Ezer Ve'akehu Bless him and thank him because he had struck down Hadad Ezer Ki ish milchamos toi hoi Hadad Ezer Because Hadad Ezer was at war with Toi So Toi now was happy that David helped him out Uviado <coughs> And he carried with him tributes of Hoyu Klei Chesef, Klei Zav, Klei Items made of silver, copper, and gold So again, he brought tribute to David Demonstrating thanks to David and in, on a certain level, subjugation as well. So, Gam Osam So, David made those holy for God, set them aside for God. Together with the silver and gold that he had done from all the nations of Shreki Beis that he had um, conquered. Now, just listing those countries from Aramia, Aram. From Moab, from Ammon, from the Philistines, from Amalek, Umishlal Hadadezer ben Rehov Melachzova, and from the booty of, from the conquering of Hadadezer, which we just mentioned. So now, Vayasto Vidsham Beshuvo Mehakoso, Es Aram Begei Melach, David made for himself a great reputation. As he returned from striking down the Arameans in the Valley of Salt, that's the location, Shimon Asa'alef, he struck down 18,000 of their soldiers. Vayasam <coughs> Be'edom, and in Edom, he placed Nitzivim, garrisons, um, you know, uh, uh, posts, military posts, Bechol Edom, across the entire um, Edom, some Nitzivim, he placed uh, military posts, Vayichol Edom, Avadim David. And Edom became servants to David. This is, of course, highly significant in the grand scheme, as Edom, of course, represents the children of Esau, the descendants of the brother of Yaakov. And here we have Yaakov and his descendant, David, uh, becoming powerful and ruling over their, um, their cousins. Again, same phrase as before. David, God saved David and helped him be victorious in whatever he undertook. David and David became the king over the entire Israel. Again, emphasizing that he was the king over the entire United Kingdom, and this is crucial. David and David, David did and ruled with mishpat, with true justice, and righteousness, for his entire nation. Emphasizing David's appropriate and ethical and moral rule over the people. Yoav ben Suriya was the general over the army. And Yoshafat, son of Achilud, was the official scribe who recorded the events and the um, archives. And Tzadok, the son of Achituv, of Achimelech ben Eviasor Kohanim. And they were um, the children of Eviasar. Remember, Eviasar was the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. 
and their sons were also priests, of course, as their father was, Usiraya Sofer. And Suraya was the Sofer, was the scribe. So I said before, Yehoshaphat was the Mazgir, was the recorder. Apparently that, that sounds like something more akin to an accountant, where Sofer is more of a scribe. Uvenayahu ven Yehoyada, vihakresi, vihaplesi, and benayah. And the crazy and the placey, which it's very difficult to understand and know what exactly they mean, but these, these are some sort of groups of soldiers, shock troops of some sort. Uvnei David and the sons of David, Kohanim Hayu, they were uh, priests. Now, this always raises the question, how could it be that the sons of David were priests? The simplest way of understanding is, until the temple was built, Although there were Kohanim, there were priests that were Kohanim, descendants of Aaron, the high priest. Um, others were also able to bring sacrifices, so it's possible that David's children were Kohanim, were priests. Or it could also just mean David, the sons of David were Kohanim, they were, they were high officials, or some, they were honored officials of some sort. And the word Kohen here means the same as it sometimes means as opposed to a specific priest, but it means a Kohen, just a, a high official. So this concludes chapter 8, and in this chapter we see how David worked hard to solidify the borders, make alliances with allies, subdue potential and current enemies, gather wealth for the kingdom, set up a kingdom of justice and righteousness. So there was still a lot of work left to do, which makes us understand even more the previous chapter where God said, it's not time to build a house yet. You still got a lot of work to do. Not time to build a house for me yet, God says. You still got a lot of work to do. When you finish, when you hand over the kingdom and peace to your son, then it'll be his turn. So that concludes chapter 8. Thank you so much for studying chapter 8 together with me. Looking forward to studying chapter 9 and, of course, the rest of this beautiful book of Samuel together.